0: Well, Janet Lee, I'll tell you what that reminds me of. They talk in the Old Testament about the rushing. They heard the rushing in the mulberry bushes. And I'll tell you, when you're going over those keys, there's a quickening of the Holy Spirit. And I know the people out there in the listening land of the broadcast can feel that quickening of the Holy Spirit. I've had many people say so. God bless you and thank you with multiplicities. And hello out there, everyone. So the Bible says, he that hath an ear, let that those persons hear. It actually says, let him. But, you know, that's just the English way of, of using the uh, masculine, uh, you know, pronoun uh, to be in place of mankind or humankind. Uh, but... We know it includes everybody out there, and we thank God for that. And so uh, we are on the uh, day which is called October the 5th, and this is 2014. We're into Acts of America, part four. We talked last week about, oh, such a huge list of things. I (coughs) motorboated through it with my... <clears throat> my voice and tongue and and um, my 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 there 's so much i can 't really reiterate it, but we did toward the end talked about the term force uh, and uh, how it has its root in the Latin language and means strength and this coincides with the bible word l e l which defines to the terms of strength and power and and uh, <clears throat> of the strong mighty one. Of, of God and the gods. So, um, compare Strong's Hebrew Dictionary Concordance. Number 410. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm <coughs> getting started here. <laughs> In physics, um, on Newton's laws of motion, of force is that which can impose a change of velocity on a material body. Terms like vector and scalar, are relational to the direction and the size of a material body and uh, all those kind of things go on in science but in the the long run of it when you bring it down to the actual uh, causation and the actual flow of the influences and uh, the actual um, uh, you know um, instigation of what happens positionally and... Um, and uh, with uh, the uh, various uh, inputs of the um, the energy fields, uh, it all you know is one story. So here we go. The first domains: Domatron, D O M A T R O N, force, F O R C E, fields, effects on the universe. Now. We want to suggest a few effects. These are just a few. Number one, the domatron force, which we sometimes call the the fifth force. Number one controls the breakout of antimatter, potentially that could be caused by chain reactions of non-ionic atomic particles switching more to the proton side of replication This can happen by events of the sliding of neutron energy in a mass. Uh, Neutron and gamma rays can affect this atomic bonding and is therefore affected by degrees uh, that according to the domatron effect has on the neutron and especially the gamma rays. (coughs) We must not think um in a term of smallness. When we consider that ninety point four percent of the universe is considered as an estimate, and whether it's slightly more than that or slightly less than that, it is major. And is considered um, to ha- be a dominant uh, uh, substance that we have to, just by a smallest degree of intelligence, understand that that is going to be major factors in having something to do about what happens with the universe and what are the causations that move the forces and the energies and the matter of the universe. So, again, number one, we saw that it can control uh, the um, assimilation or the disassimilation uh, of the balances between matter and antimatter. Uh, We saw that there are various things that can be used in nature, uh, you know, especially gamma rays uh, have been more or less proven. Uh, And, um, but, you know, for a long, long time, God has spoken to me about gamma rays and even in our... uh, our doctrines where we talk about uh, one day eventually uh, helping people to understand these deeper things in, in the ABG of it. Uh, and the ABG stands for the Alpha, the Beta, and the Gamma. So there is a whole revelation uh, even in simplifying these um, uh, awesome terms uh, that cannot just be swept under the carpet. Uh, they have effects and they will continue to be there and have, uh, you know, uh, a notary uh, influence uh, upon things. <clears throat> Number two, control of aerial, a e i a e r i a l aerial atomic magnetism. That is the deep resonance, greater than what is called gravity. This is a non kind of fibromagnetisms. There is a uh, potentiality in which there is not anything that exists that cannot be influenced by this kind of magnetism, uh, whereas most magnetisms uh, operate from being um, a pharious, F-E-R-R, <coughs> F-E-R-R-O-U-S, pharious. ferrous. <coughs> And that's what most magnetisms, where you see one piece uh, attracted to another and causing it to stick together, those are usually various types of magnetism. But there is also a non ferrous that still creates a magnetism of things being uh, drawn together, uh, uh, which is not totally known or understood in, um, uh, in, in present scientific uh, uh, realms. And which we call vibromagnetism. Number three, uh, positioning of dark energy so as to affect the bounds of various matter and energy fields. Now, this is all things we're reading that has to do with the first domain's domatron force fields effects on the universe. So, uh, the positioning of dark energy so as it affects the bounds. Uh, that is a Bible term in, the, in uh, science, it would be called, so as it affects the gr- uh, gravity. Uh, number four, uh, places limits for the expansion of black holes and monopole expansion. Um, we've talked about black holes, we've talked about monopole, not too much on man- monopole in this acts of america thing but uh <clears throat> mono means singular you know that you have on the earth you have the north pole and the south pole and that uh polar uh type of connection is a special kind of polar uh, polarization uh that is uh, very common and people are more used to that but there is also uh just the monopole which is only one pole um I'll leave it at that because it, we. This isn't a message about monopole today. <clears throat> Number five. Mind waves are allowed permittivity, bridging over blockage by natural universal forces of nature. Uh, this sort of touches on that, uh, you know, that uh, law of privilege, uh, where that uh, mind waves can actually have uh, such incredible ability. Uh, to affect just almost anything and everything. Uh, There is an allowed permittivity uh, that that bridges uh, over the blockage by the natural universal forces of nature. (coughs) Number six, the ability to exceed the speed, the velocity of light. We've talked about, you know, the the extremity of the teaching which is um, you know a hundred times the uh, velocity of light which seems to be impossible but if you believe the Bible, the Bible says nothing is impossible with God and when we talk about something that is instant, then instant means there there is no spent energy to move from one place to another, that no matter how far the distance is from the span of one point to another point uh, at the at the the thought being energized in you, you are instantly in the other place. There is no time at all. So then, a hundred times the speed of light would be slow compared to that kind of of, of of transition. But that kind of transition gets it close to that thought and that concept of instantaneous. Then we have seven: the power to inset inversion. At any cataclysmic event, uh, something cataclysmic, something ultimately, uh, you know, uh, destructive, is about to happen. And uh, even at that moment of onset uh, or that moment of inset, uh, there is always the possibility, by the presence of the domatron force, which is that fifth force, uh, to be to be inset to such an extent that it causes an inversion of whatever those uh, cataclysmic uh, events might uh, propose to be. Number eight, allows neutral minds and wells to eventually supersede, S-U-P-E-R S-E-D-E in creation so that all advancing entities have the option of self-decision free moral entity, free moral mortal choice. Nine, insets the law of privilege whenever the unction to do so is of a prevalent need. And we've talked quite a bit now about the law of privilege. That's only a small list, but does not include major subjects. Most scientists will find this controversial and would challenge some of these postings. That does not disturb us at all. We we are ready for them. Now, um, of course, um, what shall we say next here? Um, this list um, has to be limited uh, because there is such a lack of some of the advanced knowledge And there are so many of the old axioms that people and scientists are used to and they think uh, are just perfectly precise. But in fact, there are uh, some of these important ones that are just plain erroneous. So we, we don't want to stir up too much dust at this juncture. Now, the proof of the inductions of dark energy and how it will become more and more uh, evident in new discoveries of science is just a matter of time now let's skip to this subject, title The Band B-A-N-D of Light in the first person, I, the invisible God, am the host of the band of light, am the host, H-O-S-T, of the band of light, which is the emerging mind of holy consciousness. I find that a declaration of ultimate beautiful mention. I, I, the, the invisible God, am the host of the band of light, which is the emerging mind of holy consciousness. The band of light is moved by the Holy Ghost of God, who I am. The voice of the band of light, the voice of the band of light is the soundtron whose voice is a song of wave. Oh, the vibrating majesty of eternal happenings, the recoiling memories of all the love songs given the event of life. I am the spectrum of holy shinings and the sheen of soft light into which even mortals may peer. I am the mirror screen into which one may look away through, the, through oneself and see the hope of endless light of years. We so often think about a telescope. We so often think about a window. We so often think about getting on a high peak where we can have a view that sees across the horizon or is open to an unclouded sky. But not very often do humans come to an understanding and a recognition that one of the most powerful viewpoints. One of the most inside visions are those visions of spectrum and holy shining, including the sheens of of the light of God, into which mortals may peer, and to which mortals may view the mirror screen for looking away through one's self and see the hope of endless lighted of years. The Bible speaks about the candle of the Lord being within us. is able to search out everything about what our mortal is and to also know the connection of that spirit to the eternalness of everlasting to everlasting and all the connections of that endless realm of worlds without end. And it can all be done in a reconciliation to the commitment of allowing the miracle of the kingdom of God that is within every human being. Of which it says in the first chapter of the book of John that there is no one born in the world that is not born without that light in them. So you have that. And all these things I am teaching, all these things that I am saying, all these seemingly propositions, skilled and and aloof, full of seemingly endless Complications riddled with propositions that seem impossible to know are not at all the way they seem. Because all that has to happen is for you to find that bouton, to find that button within your own self that can be pressed and turned on and will connect you to the band of light, the song of a wave, the band of light, the aura that is, an, is the very emerging mind of holy consciousness that will move you by the Holy Ghost of God connection with the invisible God, the I Am. So, the word goes on. Speaking of the hope of endless light at years. Speaking of the sparkle that pearls the rising of good thoughts. Speaking of the laughter that bounds from joy to joy. I am the birthing the birthing cycles of the spirit of life. Listen to this. Touch me and be born again. Know me that the angel of your presence may arise. Shine away with me and rise to the awakenings. Wow. (laughs) We think of things being shiny. We think of things expressing brightness And we know there are times when the Bible speaks quite beautifully about God shining in our face. But here is something that is a breakaway it is the stone. of holy touch. Shine away with me and rise to the awakening. Flee from outer darkness. Come into my picture and be painted into my circuits. Come weary ones and rest. If we stopped right here and you were able to even get one small facet of these expressions and a realization as to the power of consciousness that they granted a realization of the ultimate wish the wish of god that they proposed to touch and be born again to to know the angel of your presence To be able to shine away and be awakened. To be able to come into the picture of God. To be able to enter into the color of lights where peace never fades. And where you join all the lovely ones of God. Those were taken from the Manifest Book of the Star-Eyes. Those thoughts. And just soon, very, very, very soon, we will be sending that book to the publisher to get it printed. It's things like just expressed here that are in that book. And that when you read them, there is a, a proposed grant of an unction that could change you from the person that you are to the person that you have always dreamed and wanted to be moving on title mysteries of the universe the tesla subject is rounded out until it is tangent t-a-n-g-e-n-t tangent means to touch that is a special mathematical term and especially known in, in geology. In geometry, rather. And, um, and I suppose you could say it's in geology too. But, and you could add a period to that. The power of dark and the power of cold is broken down into specifications, peculations. What affects physical matter does not affect spirit force. The knowledge of the force fields of life and love are expanded to become sprinkled as the salt of the earth. From rains pouring down from galaxy stars as manna and from angels of the lords of hosts. For now, what was only suspicious or only a suspicion is proven that the human inner drive to discover the phantoms of seas, to conquer the acclivity of the highest mountains and to reach to the stars belongs to the mind winds of the spirit of each individual and how they of ancient anteriorities really connect. To the very long of long ago. <clears throat> when our physical bodies close up shop. They return to stardust. Stardust lattice. And are on the cold signature. For our spirits to return to God. Title. The reality or air of gravity, gravity r- waves. Do not understand that I am trying to say that the idea of gravity ray- waves is incorrect. I'm just saying that there are many things about the ideology as refers to what uh, certain researchers think that gravity waves do or don't do or should do or could do that are not always correct and of course the manifest teaching accepts certain parts of the big bang theory but doesn't agree uh, to the entire uh, theory of its scenarios the theory is called big bang which of course some scientists even question that prior to the big bang all mass and matter was in a state of ultimate density and reduced to one dimension. Some scientists are having a lot of problems with that now because of the development of the scenario uh, that uh, everything goes into, you know, a final uh, state of a oneness, uh, and that they call a singularity. And... um, that it has maximum gravity uh, which uh, they think when it gets to that state there's a very deep impossibility for it to possibly ever change. So they're having a lot of problems with some of these ideas uh, as it might tie into some of the original Big Bang ideas and, and theories. The theory teaches that the singularity was caused to explode and its massive density was therefore caused to stretch and spread out so as to move high speeds due to the propulsion of the explosion. Consequently, the produced gravity waves moved in all directions at high speeds. It is expected by scientists that these waves should have spread out in a continuum as gravity waves moving across the universe and should currently be able to be detected still traveling through space. Let us dangle our perspectives a while and consider that for hundreds of years, (laughs) hundreds isn't really the mathematical ingredient there because we're really talking billions. Uh, Mortals, of course, do not have the solution to all of everything. But for billions of years, these waves have supposedly been spreading throughout uh, uh, space uh, and time. And uh, mortals of course do not have the solution to all uh, to the all of everything regarding the universe, which is now said to only represent um, you know a little over four percent of the visible and detectable universe well this thing about waves you know you have to really be some serious considerations and and I hope that you do understand that during this teaching I am adding various things into it that is not exactly written in the original composition of the um, Acts of uh, America that I printed as a blog, because blogs just have so much time and space to, to be able to use. Okay, so uh, let's just look at it this way. A minute change in the wavelength of light. Now, hang on to this and get this. A minute change in the wavelength of light turns blue to violet and allows violet, but not ultraviolet, to pass through glass. Now, if the strong force were just a little bit weaker, or the electric force a little stronger, it has been said, as I am quoting it here, that therefore matter as we know it would probably not exist. So, it only takes a very small imbalance of matter, antimatter, or various differentiations of the particles and the antiparticles to make major, ultimate changes. So the point that I'm making is, I think that scientists must understand that during the, the time of which these um, gravity waves have been spreading out, <clears throat> that there could be an accumulation of many different changes. Minor, minute, but still si- significant in the sense of what very small changes, being differentiations of what the original was, can make with what the original story was as compared to the present story, should they even make discoveries of these gravity waves, it would not exactly be a whole complete picture without other factors being presented. So again, we are dangling our perspectives. To be counted among those who are blessed in the specific Duel of spiritual and physical knowledge, which is open to understand the domatron effect and the first domo- the uh, first domain force fields, is something of a very special opportunity. It seems to be rather inappropriate of science and physicists to present multiple numbers of theories about the functions of the universe by using. Arithmetic, and as, as solutions that are not provable, or that have not been proven, and then making, and then making a case of there being a high percentage that such theories are most likely probable. Now, I just have a few more lines to read, and then we're going to turn things over to Janet Lee on the organ subsequently at the same time after presenting one's case of theory after another not proven to make a point that non-scientific and religious presentations about how the universe functions are not proven therefore likely false is almost hypocritical isn't it Lee, at the organ And again, I thank you, Janet Lee. You know, it's something very special to me. All these songs that I have written that have lay in in so dormant uh, for so long, uh, not being sung, not being heard, not being known. And now it is uh, my very wife who is at the keyboard of the organ playing these songs, not because we were positioning them to get out in front, but because we ran into problems with um, just playing some of the old-fashioned church songs like Amazing Grace and uh, were warned that those were copyrighted and we had to get we had to allow uh, special advertising on our broadcast or on our uh, site um, you know to, to pay for the use of that. and we just we just felt that we weren't going to do that you know because it was really causing a lot of disruption. So we just decided. You know what? We're just gonna. I'm going to use our songs, my songs. I have over a hundred of them, uh, and I actually have more than that. Uh, once I get the chance to pull them out. Blessed be the name of God. There is always a way. Okay, let's go on. The ultimate theory, T O E, theory of everything cannot be an ultimate theory of everything if the force fields of the first domain are left out of consideration. However, it is important to make mention that sometimes scientific terms have been created, used and applied which actually are a part of the domatron actions and naturally due to a lack of awareness without giving any recognition to the domatron force. The all of the all is beyond the reach of scientists and physicists who do not have a manifest realization of the first uh, domain and its domatron effects, and because indirect and because indirect proofs work some of the time, but not, um, but are not satisfactory for much of the time. However, there are certain creation revelations incorporated within the soundtron effects from the first. From the first uh, uh, situation here, Uh, we've got the door jammed there. I see people going out. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Okay, I'm sort of trying to tell us something about what I'm saying, how that uh, there are codes that, and mathematical sequences that the scientists use, but uh, sometimes they just don't smoothly uh, fulfill the whole... Um, actual truth so the manifest revelation is essential however there are certain creation revelations incorporated within the effect from the first domain that once known are obvious truths and which contain many axioms and constants within those truths consequently a major reveal once given by its merit of points known to be true often resolves a host of other uh, truths Uh, which they are attached to. The fall, the fall, F-A-L-L, of intelligence upwards is a very strange thing to explain. It is a kind of probing around with the experience of ideology about subjects, all but out of reach, but that by the fumble of experiments occasionally hits onto some correct points uh, that uh, fits the puzzles with certain facts and principles, uh, although usually not in sequence and rarely ever uh, to uh, proposing the credit to the true source. As to um, the present knowledge that is based on formats, but that do not provide the correct base for such concepts, are along the line of what I am saying is often what is attempted to be formulated, but that are just trials of compelling models uh, fit to, uh, to work by guesswork and by theories of stretched suppositions, which sometimes only adds confusions and the possibilities of interception a true equation of real resolute truth. So many people from all levels of life are into the end concepts, the end of the world, the end of not knowing. Therefore, a certain accentuated vein searching for a solution. The thing about the end, these said persons feel is often just an unrealized end of their understanding, and in some cases the people that are feeling so strong about the end, what they're really feeling is the end of their life coming up. It is important, therefore, uh, to say this, that when I bring up these points of differentiation of views, differentiation of views, I am not by any means putting down or knocking Some of these and many of these very brilliant uh, men and women who are scientists and researchers. Because what do you do if you don't know something? You do your best to get out there and try to discover it. And I think that's what a lot of these people are doing. And I, I applaud them and I give them credit for the things that they have tried. At least they're not just sitting there ignoring everything. They're trying to find solutions. Granted, many of them are not believing that there's really a God and not believing in the Bible. But, you know, every person has a right to work out their own salvation, the Bible says, with fear and trembling. So, the one thing I will say about the Bible The Bible, when correctly interpreted, has a proven record of astounding reality. The ongoing scientific search to find gravitational waves with some claims of proof and other researchers disclaiming, the quest goes on. It is said the present tests by the CERN Collider will take years to provide tests to identify dark matter and dark energy. That sort of jumps out of the trench of gravitational waves to some extent there, and more or less. But it's all into that co-consigned desire to make discoveries. And yet, it's not just something that overnight that these people are going to be able to come to a actual conclusion with, because, you know, they're having to smash atoms in these big colliders, and hope by their interpretation to find solutions to some of these unknowns. So, this thing about finding the gravitational waves, which seems to be such an emphasis, and understand, as I said, there are some claims that it has been proven and others that are disclaiming that. But these gravity quests are much directed for substantiating the scientific theory of inflation, of how the the Earth from the total density state uh, inflated to become the universe that it is. Even though... Uh, a universal expansion is not clearly understood. This does not, to me, seem to provide a precision medium corresponding to the environmental comparative of the said exploding density state during the beginning of this universe as compared to a recent universal uh, universe environment state of two neutron stars and the Big Bang of emerging event uh, or of course the claim uh, being understood uh, of a neutron star uh, at the edge of some kind of density uh, becoming a black hole, um, using the idea of these events of a neutron star uh, correspondingly giving us an idea about gravitational waves, about Um, the potentiation of inflation about many things of the universe uh, in a different kind of clarity of proof. They also um, hope to prove gravitational waves, which was a proposition of Einstein. Uh, By discovering uh, gravitational waves, uh, due to distortions in space-time as ripples moving outward, uh, the merging of two neutron stars recently occurring in the universe uh, was really being sought uh, to be a, a proposition or a possible uh, depiction of how it could happen in a Big Bang on a mass on a, a smaller scale. Uh, there are pitfalls in all of that. Uh, taking something that is just a very part of something else and hoping for it to be a full explanation of the big picture, uh, it's questionable. But you have to use what you use and you have to make suppositions and I understand that. They also, of course... um, are tied into uh, the gamma, uh, gamma waves and, and uh, things that of that nature that might be able to better explain uh, some of these various things. What seems to not be established is that the original gravitational waves have elongated and their pulse rates changed as well as their radial signal, so to speak, has changed to the point that those original gravitational waves in a sense have reached the shores of time and so barely exist in the kind of recognition of their original form that is expected. Uh, This is along the lines of what I shared with you earlier about how that even a minute change in the wavelength of light turns blue to violet and allows violet but not ultraviolet to pass through glass and how minute changes like that can be so affected uh, to many things, so affecting to many things. Nevertheless, gravitational waves are recorded in a soundtron and therefore exist and can be acknowledged by those who understand the domatron effects, the exceptions which would be the limit of the vanishing point of the comprehension of this knowledge to those who do not equate the first domain and its... Uh, domatron effect. Now, I find that that particular word, a uh, couple, two or three words, the vanishing point, is very, very unique and uh, perhaps not comprehended by a lot of people, but it's something you should c- certainly keep around in your mind. Um, the exception would be the limit of the vanishing point because we're going to. If we get a chance I'm gonna throw in a little ditty or two on that vanishing point thing. Might be surprising. The exception would be the limit of the vanishing point of the comprehension of this knowledge to those who do not equate the first domain and its domatron effect. And for sure claims will come, and some claims will last and some claims will fall. However, sometimes the fall of those claims are life times away. The Bible does say to prove all things, truly a valuable statement. Compare 1 Thessalonians 5.21. Of course, regardless of who makes a hypothesis about the functions of the universe, there must be coordinates that satisfy the propositions presented as answers and resolutions to unknown questions about the universe, which align with other generally known and proven theories. There has been an eclipse of the spiritual light of knowledge concerning the energy force fields of the first domain that majorly affect the universe. And we've got to overcome that eclipse, folks. We have to overcome that. In the first domain, there are no fixed property points. In that pure energy realm, energy flows... And takes form that fits the energy surges which occur due to the spirit influences nevertheless in the materialized realms of the universe the domatron effects that's d-o-m-a-t-r-o-n effects c-f-f-e-c-t-s of the first domain has power to affect the universe in physical ways by multiplying the arrangements and motions of any broadcasted energy occurring in the universe, and to conduct the maximum number of the lines of force in any direction, including through natural electromagnetic veins as vectors to areas in the universe that even nature rarely ever touches. Wow! (laughs) Should I read that again? I think so. Nevertheless, in the materialized realms of the universe... The domatron effects of the first domain has power to affect the universe in physical ways of multiplying the arrangements and the motions of any broadcasted energy occurring in the universe. And to conduct the maximum number of the lines of force in any direction including through natural electromagnetic veins as vectors to areas in the universe that even nature rarely ever touches. Title, The Law of Equality. The Bible teaches many strange and even alien ideas as compared to the commonly reasoned things understood by by the human mind. One such Bible proposition is the teaching of calling those things that are not as though they were. Compare Romans 4 Verse 17, KJV. This could be compared to a spontaneous or even actuated quantum jump of atoms. Let me read that again. This could be compared to a spontaneous or even actuated quantum jump of atoms moving from one track of position to another track of position, from one kind of spin to another kind of spin, from one linkage to status. Are from one linkage of status to another linkage of status, and from one time zone to another time zone. Now, this is so absolutely important, and it would be great if I really had the time to go into this and explain it. How that, by how that, by changing the, the spin, you can can change you can change one kind of atom to another kind of atom. How that. Uh, by instituting uh, some of these different positional uh, um, relationships, that uh, the status then can be uh, accentuated or deaccentuated, and this can even change uh, its placement of zone from one zone to another zone. Now. Scientists generally do not like to use or mix religious or spiritual terms with scientific terms. For instance, consider the term grace, G-R-A-C-E. What scientists would opt to use the term grace in a scientific manner? However, consider someone who is all but hopelessly lost. Let's say that that person is lost in the middle of an Amazon forest without a compass, without a map, without survival gear, including food and water, such a situation could be considered near impossible by scientifically statistical odds to survive, especially if that is a person who has not been trained how to survive, um, you know, on the land. So if a person has not been trained how to survive on the land and is totally ignorant of that, and then does not have all of these uh, necessities as uh, supplies, it does seem to make it near impossible, scientifically, that the statistical odds are in favor of survival. Then an army general decides of his own free will and power, as a general, to save this person at all cost. This would not be called grace by the establishment, but rather a strategic decision. However, by the merit of this decision being left entirely up to the general, strategic or not, it would be about a decision of the general to save that lost person, which is precisely what the spiritual term grace refers to as it, as it is used to express about those who have been saved by grace and who were in states that otherwise we near hopeless. Check out Ephesians 2, 5 and 8, KJV. And granted, there would, would and could be other associated terms used to coincide with the term grace. On the spiritual side, other terms would be pardon, pity, gift, impunity, love, forgiveness, and etc. On the general side, other terms would be strategic decision, humane decision, cover-up operation, propaganda feat, and etc. The bottom line remains, though, the same episode of action is for the purpose to save the individual. So whether the term grace is used in this case, or the term humane decision these terms mean the same thing. Generally, only an interpretation is needed in one case. The Savior is a general, and in the other case, the Savior is the Lord of Hosts. But in the final reality, even the actions of the general was moved by an invisible power of the law of equality that God so loved the world, the all of the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever was lost might find redemption. Wow. So that we see how that all these terms can become changed and infused and differentiated. But they can have a relative meaning even though they are not as profound as they could be they still have a relative meaning. Now, from a a title, From a Dead Universe, a New One, in Passages of Events, a universe of stars crushed into a punctum dot, where, where also the all of the former universe that had not transcended to the first domain, also abode. Eternities past in the vast deep that was the pouring darkness of a great void. Only the punctum dot and its gravity existed. Did you get that? Punctum dot. That's what it was reduced to. No one should say that the universe does not belong to a perpetual physical infinity. For the all of the asterism and its sums and the all not risen abides compressed waiting for is squashed prints, to be squashed, Q-U-A-S-H-E-D, prints, P-R-I-N-T-S, to be signaled, S-I-G-N-A-L-E-D, and stretched, S-T-R-E-T-C-H-E-D, into the lattices, L-A-T-T-I-C-E-S, for the forming of a new universe. Wow. In its state of compression, this once spread out, but now dead universe, would endlessly lie were it not for the need of the first domain of the matrix continuum for the creation of new spirit souls. Now, not in the writing here, but a little way of extenuating the writing. Let's go on to this. Let's go on to say that um, people might say, when you talk about worlds without end, You know, Uh, yes, in the New Testament, it does mention worlds. It mentions worlds, W-O-R-L-D-S, in Hebrews 1, verse 2, and in Hebrews 11, verse 3. And it's talking about, you know, the universe. So it's talking about there being more than one universe. But in the Old Testament, you have it too. Just you know, a different use of words in a different time. Genesis one one uses the word heaven, h a v e n, singular. But the but the Hebrew Strong's Dictionary Concordance definition for that is under the number eighty sixty four. And then in Genesis chapter two verse one. It uses the terms heavens, plural, and it's talking about the event that is encapsulated in a series of actions that some people like to call the yom or the 24-hour periods. but of course it is not. It's very clearly explained in chapter 2 that it is generations or ages. And so this has the same Hebrew definition in the Strong's Dictionary Concordance of eighty sixty four, and so eighty sixty four shows that the word heaven singular and the word heaven heavens plural belong to the same definition and can be used contextually uh, uh, for either being a singular or a plural. Now when we look at the the meaning of that we we find in it you know worlds without end as it explains it in Isaiah 45:17 and we find in it the description that we know that it's talking about the universe when it says these heavens because interpreted by Strong's in AD 64 is where celestial bodies revolve. So now we see all these celestial bodies which are planets and stars and asterisms being described which obviously make it a cosmos which is obviously a universe and that the singular heaven our universe is singular because it's one universe. But the fact that there are more, there have been, and there shall be more than just one universe, is in the plural of 8064, designating each of these universes representing where celestial bodies will revolve. And these are the worlds without end described. In the book of um, Isaiah 45, so that is so absolutely extremely important, and and so important to have that down. And it says in there, "You shall not be ashamed, nor confounded." Worlds without end, Isaiah 45:17. And interestingly. Ladies and gentlemen, interestingly, that is the title, Universe, Worlds Without End, that we are calling this film that we are producing for television that is a special documentary, 42-minute documentary that we plan to put out on the on the television, before the world, and it's there, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to, you know, have a display about the ancient of days. But we're going to we we're going to show that how that just like Jesus is represented by the disciples, you go out in His name, you take His name, and you go out and you lay your hands on the sick, you do healings. You cast out evil forces in His name, and that is true also with the Father, the Ancient of Days, so that there is the Ancient of Days, which is talked about in Daniel seven nine and Daniel thirteen and and uh, uh, I should say Daniel seven nine and Daniel seven thirteen and Daniel seven twenty two, and even. You know, interesting mention in Isaiah 43, 13. And there's other scriptures. But this Ancient of Days, you know, uh, Strong's Concordance number sixty two sixty eight has a connection from one word to another word of an ancient dawn. And within the... Uh, the enfoldment, the imbuement, the band of light, radiation. There is the appointment of ancient ones, which are all ancient of days people. So we see that, and I want to read it to you here in the book of Isaiah 44, Verse 7, it says, And who as I, speaking of God, who as I, God, shall call and shall declare it and shall set it in order for me since I appointed the ancient people. Now we see that in, in addition to the ancient of days, there are ancient of days that have been appointed to represent the ancient of days. Just as there were disciples appointed to represent Jesus Christ. Let me read this again. And who as I shall call and shall declare it and set it in order for me since I appointed the ancient people and the things that are coming and shall come and let them show unto them. These Ancient of Days representatives are to reveal and manifest things that have been lost, solve riddles that have never been solved, open the doors of mystery that have been closed, and bring these revelations to the masses to speak them out, even if people don't understand them at first, knowing that sooner or later the Holy Spirit will move in them And they will be able to understand these things. And that is so awesome. And that is so absolutely beautiful. And so these are the things that in this act of America are profound. Are absolutely profound. We see when we look at this thing of appointment, Of the ancient ones. That I read to you in Isaiah 44.7. These ancients of days. That if you look. Up the deep. Manifold meanings. In the Strong's Concordance. Hebrew dictionary. 57.69. It means. Without end. Worlds without end. It means. The vanishing point. I told you when I was reading that thing about the vanishing point, that there would be some connection that I wanted to make and how that this vanishing point literally means and spiritually means time out of mind. It means it is incomprehensible by the physical natural mind that is caught up just in its mortal uh, uh, complicities of living from day to day and trying to survive, that it has to be something that comes from the innermost being of which the Bible says if you could ever touch that stratum, if you could ever press that bouton, that button, if you could ever turn on that flowing influence, then there would be a happening that would cause rivers of living water to flow from out of your innermost being. And those rivers of living water incorporate time out of mind, band of light consciousness. And truly, they are a song that God is now training a people to know how to hear and then one day to sing. So that they one day will speak as the Bible has promised it is one of the gifts. They will not just speak in unknown tongues, but one day they will speak in the known tongue of angels. And so that is just a speck that travels along that corridor where the travel of the, bl- of the bright splendor of these gifted, ancient of days, appointed persons, that will be coming and being revealed in that time the, which it says is past, in that time which is present, and in that time which is yet to come. It is exciting, absolutely astounding, beautiful opportunity. Praise God. Let's go on here. Got a roll. Wow. And so we talked about this universe of crushed stars into a punctum dot and we go on the first domain is a pure spirit energy domain exalted above all domains its influence called the domatron effect touches all points of outer and inner space its relative parts by contrapose produce the convoluted and involuted coils of the universe wow wow If you could ride that circuit, if you could get up from the dread and from the being withholden, how many times have we read in the Bible that there were people that were right there in a great happening, right there next to an energized event? But their eyes were withholden and they could not see it happen. Only one particular person or a couple or two or three persons were able to feast of that band of light, radium of experience. But if you were able to dissolve that withholden state, ladies and gentlemen, you would be in the curves of life that we call the curves of light that are on the very fringe between what is universe and what is spirit. And so, beyond those contraposed and convoluted and involuted coils is the proposition waiting to be revealed to all people who are willing to hear it and to see it the very curves of life, the very circuits described in the book of Psalms, chapter 19. Then suddenly there was a sound as of a mighty rushing wind, saying, Let there be aura. And there was aura. Manifold impressions impelled by the domatron effect moved at a velocity many times the speed of light. These impressions Called Courier, C O U R I E R waves, photo the zone rays. Photo the zone rays, zones that you can get into that are like dimensions, that take you to the city of God, that take you to certain places with God, where you dwell in meditations that are supersedent to anything that common imagination can ever propose. And so, when these photo transitions bring on the zone rays and you become cradled in the aureola sound line and the most infinitesimal energy packet outside the first domain is part of that which cuddles you. Therefore, the beginning of the beginning will happen again with you. And the image, message of the well of God will be imprinted in you and fulfill that prophecy in the New Testament that says one day these things will not just be written in stone or written in print upon the scriptory of paper but one day they will be written in the fleshly tables of your heart and your mind. Because the Bible says, God will light your candle. And you know, what is the scripture for that? Well, in Psalms eighteen sixteen, David said, something happened. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. The I am sent from above. And he drew David out of the multitudes. Yes, there are millions of people. Yes, there are a thousand times millions. Yes, there are billions of people. But when the power of God gets into the, to the aspect of selectivity, he will draw you from out of the multitudes. He will draw you and the Bible says, No person can come to me except the Spirit draw him. And you can compare that to Psalms eighteen sixteen. And check Revelation seventeen fifteen of what it means when it says waters, that waters mean multitudes and people and cities and tongues. So he draws you out of the waters, he draws you out of the multitudes. And he makes you special and select. And you don't know or can hardly believe that it's happening to you. But it happens because you open your mind and you listen to these manifest things. And they have a way of there being a moment of a mighty rushing wind. When a a certain sound happens and there is a spontaneous combustion that changes everything for once and for all. It is an amazing moment of grace. Once I was blind, but now I see. But God has lit my candle. Psalms 18, verse 28. For thou wilt light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. That is your promise. That is your promise and guarantee that there is a candle that is unlit, but God is promising to light it. God is promising delighted. Well, the world is full of naysayers, but the power of one perceiver who has the instinct, believing that within a certain context all things are possible, can balance the greater number of nonsayers in weight to be the favor of the perceiver. The word of God, the quotum, Soundtron, soundline exists throughout the universe. There is not sp- space or substance or particle or element where the soundtron does not abide. Compare Psalms nineteen one through four, Romans ten eighteen. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Compare John one one. Using this said revelation and manifest logistical rhythmatics, quotum x times in times eds, times d, times f-a-c. And if I break it down, code M is manifest the word impressions of God, the word includes the word imprinted into all nature of the universe. X equals times. God's command to all creations and creatures and elements be fruitful and multiply. 3. NEN, energize, generate courier waves by photo transition to permeate all the void with areola sound lines, soundron to create zone waves. 4. EDS, EDS, equal energy dots. Energy dots, latillution, latilluting resonant fractals. Fractals, as in geometrical designs of broadcasted membrane tone pitches of packed linked windings ties in also to the E D the Ed like Eden a factor that I did a teaching on that one day maybe soon we will get into I don't have much here to finish we might have to extend just a little bit but we want to finish this the fifth force effects Predicted in the Bible as a shield. force fields, shields of pure transparent energy, that is, walls or wraparounds, which cannot be pierced or mentioned in the Bible as follows. God said to Abraham, or to Abram, Fear not, I am your shield. Compare Genesis 15, 1, M-I-V. The Lord will shield you powerfully as with a sun of syntonic fire. Psalms eighty four eleven M-I-V. Number one, the prophet Zechariah prophesies of a future time when Jerusalem will not need walls to protect the city from invasions because God will provide a wall, a shield of fire, syntonic fire about the city. Compare Zechariah. Zechariah 2, verses 4 through 5, KJV. Number two, the princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. Psalms seven 3. For the cloud of day, light shield of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day and the night light shield of a syntonic fire, fire was on it at night. Compare Exodus 40.38 The fifth force used in the Bible for a teleportation. I'm just using that word because a lot of people are used to it. They're used to it because of movies and so forth like that. We don't really use the word teleportation. Jesus teleported his body from a sky transport ship to the earth to minister to Saul. Compare Acts 9, 3 through 4. We say he transitioned instead of he teleported. Number two, Manoah and his wife, future parents of Samson, are visited by an angel who ministers to them about Samson. Then teleports, or we use, phototranslates to ascendance in the flames of the altar. Judges thirteen nineteen through 20. It looks like we're just about down to one page here. Hang and hold. We've got to finish it. The fifth force is used in the Bible to make persons or things invisible. One, Jesus is ministering to a crowd in the temple. They become very angry when he says he existed before Abraham. Jesus is standing right before them. They begin to pick up stones to kill him. Jesus hides himself by becoming invisible. We call this dematerialization. He passes through the midst of the accusers. They cannot find him. Compare John eight fifty eight KJV. Concordance, Greek, 29, 28, Strong's. The term meaning to hide or conceal. The term is... Kruvi, number twenty-eight, twenty-eight. This is tied in uh, to the to the term kru, Kruis, which is defined as ice, or by analogy, means crystal. This said term is relational to the Greek concordance of Strong's twenty-nine, twenty-nine, crystallize, which translates from Greek to English is crystallized and can be applied in the sense to make transparent as crystal or invisible. And this scripture allows only this interpretation as being explanatory of the circumstances said in this scripture. And it connects to crystal lattice as in illusion. Two, Jesus is flying in a transport as if in the sky over the Damascus area. Saul, Paul, several men traveling with him, are on the road to Damascus near to the city. Paul has letters from the high priest giving him approval to search out the synagogues in Damascus to arrest any Christians found there and to take them as prisoners. Saul suddenly sees a shining flash of light coming down from the sky. Jesus is teleporting. We actually call it photo, photo transpiration. He is transpiring, and He's coming down in that phototranspiration uh, as in a suspended visible state, and uh, the people are temporarily blinded by it. And then Jesus speaks out from his invisible body to Paul. Paul, with the men, can hear the voice but cannot see anyone. Later, Paul has an advanced experience. Okay. When the Bible uses bounds and sometimes doors, those are used instead of gravity. So, for instance, the word doors, the Bible reveals instructions placed on the seals of earth uh, and, and city, uh, the term doors, in place of gravity to contain its waters. See Job 38, 8, 11, KJV. All right, we're about to wrap this up. Getting really close here. The Bible uses the word bounds instead of the term gravity. God has set the waters of the ocean with bounds, which will last until the night and the day of earth cease to be. Job twenty six ten. Three. God causes a yielding of the earth so as to hang it upon open space with invisible effects of northern polarity and attraction of gravity. Compare Job twenty six seven, KJV MIV from the word stretcheth as meaning causing a yielding. See Strong's. Hebrew Dictionary Concordance 5186 also means ectasis, which is stretching out. So using the law of privilege, all things are possible. The needle's eye uh, uh, revelation causing things that once were not to suddenly be. And then finally on Nikola Tesla moment, the Nikola Tesla moment in Colorado, TTTTT spoke to Tesla of the Z-ray, the zone ray, but did not make known to Tesla instructions as to the full details of how it worked, but did reveal some aspects to him. got to skip through this. Interesting, Tesla, with his highly accelerated mind, picked up some points that he chose to expand on, then created the rest by coming up with a different than the Z-ray, but nevertheless a potentially powerful ray. Uh, Tesla devised a method of separating the first distinctive principle from the second distinctive principle, first quite simply in an electrode X-ray tube separating the connecting function of the outer primary to the inner secondary. This method allowed energy to be stored in high field emissions. The secret factor in this was the arrangement and the use of several capacitors. At this point, a beginning was arrived for the so-called death ray, intended as a defensive weapon only. Perhaps Tesla got the first and second distinctive principle idea from TTTTT in his exp- explanation of a laser force driven by compunction of stored antimatter separated by neutron energy from matter and made to coalesce in a firing laser principle. Tesla was affected by TTTTT, and also true in keeping the secret shared, the fifth force, the twelve dimensions, infinity sequences, and the theory of streams the codem sound line force that is described above exists everywhere. And everything in the universe, it is called the Soundtron. It is the smallest energy packet in existence. The Soundtron is the fifth force of the domatron effect. Now, a partial piece of, of verses here. It has been theorized that a constructed universe with more than 11 dimensions of hyperspace is an unstable universe. That's the TOE, the super... Uh, the theory of everything, the super string theory. But we know that that is not true because we know there are 12 circuits of the day, 12 circuits of the night. So there are 12 circuits, uh, literal and another 12 circuits, circumstantial, and that gives us a total of 24 circuits. And um, uh, we know that they have a problem because of their mathematical uh, anomalies. But uh, <clears throat> they haven't got all the answers to math, that's for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, infinities are like eternities. The alpha omega begin and, and end at the same time with a little straightening of a curve here and there. Uh, the so-called problem of quantum and relativity seem to be opposite to each other, but will become like child and adult. Belonging to the same stock. It is only a matter of time before one of the present astute scientists discover that the external potential and the quantum potential hold the answer to the generated wave and spin derivatives as to why the pathologic as to why pathologically their math trajectories show chaos. It is not based on subject blindness as to walls that cannot be seen due to the rut of uh, is it not? based on subject blindness as to the walls that cannot be seen due to the rut of their limited mathematical interpretation dear reader don't lose your innermost picture of God for that is all you will need to summon the eyesight you need to comprehend these absolutely beautiful truths please remember the creation out of nothing is not God's method of creation God creates by his word that is not nothing last, last my last verse some persons say God does not answer the personal prayers of human. That was something Spinoza, a psychologist, had to say. But don't believe it. The soundron is in everything, including in your every atom, molecule, and thought. Your thoughts are written in your beling. Your beling is what the Bible calls each person's book of life. God has made it possible for M's word, the tron, which is present within you, to hear and to answer every thought in proxy of God's word. May God bless you and keep you, cause his face to shine upon you. And may this word that has been read to you today and given and shared to you today and over these last several weeks, this fourth uh, revelation of the Acts of America, may it live in you and may it grow in you. And may it cause you to shine with such a shine that you rise and never fall back to earth again. God bless you gently.